الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله الله تعالى إلى كافة الناس بالحق بشير ونذيرا وداعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا أما بعد الحمد لله صلى الله سبحانه وتعالى فضل that we are here celebrating Eid al-Adha with the commencement with Salat and then inshallah with Qubhiyya and Qurbani in the previous Eid, Eid al-Fitr we finished the month of Ramadan the month in which we fast and we gave Sadaqat al-Fitr before Salat as an expression of gratitude and thanks to Allah for allowing us to spend Ramadan and worship Him in the month. And uh, in this Eid, we pay our dues after Salat in the form of Adhiyah and Qurbani. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept the celebration of Eid al-Adha as we all know is to commemorate and to remember the sacrifices of the family of Ibrahim the Al of Ibrahim Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen people for his work and for them to lead others Amongst those whom he chose is the family of Ibrahim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose the family of Ali Imran. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose the Al of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Al of Ibrahim, as we make dua in every salat, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد where we join the salat and blessings on the آل of محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم with the آل of إبراهيم to represent a civilizational value of Islam that Islam's international appeal is to all of mankind and there is no one better to follow and represent Ibrahim salam except this Nabi as the Quran says in awlul nasi bi Ibrahima lalladheena taba'uhu hadha nabiyyu walladheena amanu that the best people the one who deserves to follow Ibrahim is Muhammad and those who follow Ibrahim and those who believe meaning that in representing Allah's Tawheed 
and representing what Allah wants from people and human beings. The family of Ibrahim and the family of Muhammad epitomized this ideal. With the family of Ibrahim we see that there are three distinct people. And it is because of these three that we celebrate Eid al-Adha. One is Hajar, who is a mother, and her sa'i, her effort between Safa and Marwa is commemorated and it is appreciated by Allah and His Rasul in the Umrah that when we go for Umrah we all do mimic and copy what she did and that is called the Sa'i, the effort the work, the labor that's what Sa'i means but this Sa'i was not necessarily an act of Ibadah unless you include her intention to follow her husband Ibrahim and take care of her child Ismail it was a mother's effort to save her child it was a motherly act to show and represent other human beings that as women we must appreciate that we do everything to protect the child to save the child everything and because her niya was to follow her husband Ibrahim when he left her there and she did not question his intention Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made sure that her sa'i which is a motherly act is represented this is the sunnah of Allah and this is the beauty of ikhlas the beauty of sincerity and the beauty of the Prophet where he acknowledges the effort of a mother the effort of a woman to about women's rights in Islam so we all do the Safa Marwa Sa'i may Allah accept and take us there inshallah often but you see that in this effort Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed Hajar to save her son by creating the Zamzam and that story we all know so mother's effort to save her son materializes in this immense barakah for all of mankind now even today mashallah people take buckets and buckets of water this infinite barakah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created so you can imagine the ikhlas, the sincerity of Hajar when she put this sa'i effort, the effort of a mother 
to protect the child because she believed in the mission of her husband who is the Nabi of Allah. In that sense, now they became a family. The Aan. This is the first story. The second story is that of Ibrahim and Ismail and in between you get the mother also. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed Ibrahim in a dream where Ismail was there and he was sacrificing him. This dream came to Ibrahim after Ismail started to appreciate Sa'i effort. The same word. The Sa'i between Safa and Marwa, and here Allah says, So when he reached the age of Sa'i, the same word is used. The age of appreciating work and effort. When Ismail was mature enough to understand, I have to work. I am responsible for what I do and what I say. I am accountable in front of Allah. When he reached this age, Allah showed Ibrahim this dream. Meaning that in our civilizational value, we all appreciate Sa'i. We all do. أَمْ لَمْ يُنَبَّأْ بِمَا فِي صُحْفِ مُوسَى وَإِبْرَاهِيمَ الَّذِي وَفَّى أَلَّا تَزِرُ وَازِرَةٌ وَزِرُ أُخْرَى وَأَنْ لَيْسَ لِلْإِنسَانِ إِلَّا مَا سَعَى The Quran mentions this universal value that this is mentioned in the books of Ibrahim and Musa that no one will bear the burden of another person and man will only receive what he works for what he strives for now this is in our DNA this is in our blood that human beings they appreciate sa'i effort labor struggle we all do this naturally. We wake up in the morning, mashallah, alhamdulillah, we do fajr and we go to work. We slog, we toil, we labor, we sweat, we come back 10, 12, 14 hours later, very tired and we go to sleep and we repeat the cycle every day. This is all sahih. This is all effort. We, we, we do it unconsciously. Whether we are businessmen, or whether we are college students, or whether we work for corporate America, or whether it is whatever we do, unless we're lazy bunnies. Those who don't appreciate effort, they're not part of the human race. Because the human race is built on sa'i, on effort, as Hajar made an effort. There's nothing there in the desert. And she probably knows there's nothing there. There's no vegetation, but she still goes through the motion. To show Allah, I'm going through the motion of trying to save my child. And I have immense belief in my husband, and I have immense belief in you. That something will happen, and something happened. 
Ismail Islam reached this age where he started to appreciate sa'in effort. Some of us say he was nine, some say he was twelve. In those days, twelve was a good age to be mature. Some of the Sahaba we hear they were married by fourteen. Can you imagine that today? That he was responsible for another person. Marriage means that you're responsible to make an effort for another person. That's how you become the head of the family. Because you appreciate the sa'i that goes into it. Nowadays forget about it. Nowadays there's no effort to maintain the family. Except to earn money. But money doesn't cut it, as we know. Unfortunately, the divorce rate in Muslims, amongst Muslims, is so high. Allah, Allah save us, protect us. Why? Because there's no effort to bring about a family, an al. That we're together in this mission of being husband and wife and being parents and children. There's no togetherness. But anyway, that's something else. So we see now Ibrahim is being instructed through a dream because a dream of a Nabi is wahi that he is sacrificing his son Ismail who now appreciates work and effort who is now a responsible human being that he is accountable for his actions as a side note as a side note sometimes uh, parents don't want to assume their children are responsible even after 18. Sometimes even after 40 years old. They won't relinquish their responsibility to make their children responsible. Whereas legally in this country you're responsible at 18. Islamically you're responsible when you reach the age of puberty that you're responsible for your salat for your fasting, for your ethics and moral behavior, for your livelihood, you are responsible because now you are mature. You should have reached the age of Sa'i by now, that you should be able to fend for yourself in life. That if God forbid Allah took away your parents, what would you do? That is because parents don't want to assume and give responsibility, whereas Islamic law Sharia says they're responsible. They're responsible to wake up for their own salat and do their salat. They're responsible to stay away from zina themselves. They're responsible to make sure they don't get into drugs. They're responsible to make sure that they have good ethics and morals and behavior. At an age of puberty, this shows that Islam wants every individual who is mature and a major to become part of civilization. Not that they're shepherded until they're 30 years old or 40 years old. We don't let go. Why? Because we don't trust Allah. We don't trust our kids. and That's a given. We don't trust Allah either. Those of us, mashallah, alhamdulillah, who came in the 60s and 70s, we didn't come with our parents. 
But somehow they made it. We established the community. And by the 80s and 90s, we established community, mashallah. Likewise, I'm saying that we must make our children appreciate Sa'i by making them responsible, making sure they do chores in the house. Making sure that they're responsible for their bills. Making sure they're responsible for their lives. Because this is the way of nature, this is the way of Sharia, and this is the way of human civilizational values. You must become responsible in this country's 18. That's when you're allowed to vote. Now through your discretion now, you must have enough maturity to understand which candidate is good for me. I'm not supporting the idea of voting. I'm just saying that the system here allows people to mature legally. Islamically, it was always in our culture. As I said, in our culture, historically, we've always been mature. People of 15, 16, 17, 18 were so mature they would take care of families. And we still see some of this culture in some parts of Muslim civilizations across the globe. We must appreciate that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants every human being to vouch for himself. As I mentioned in this surah, Allah taziru wa ziratun wizra ukhra, that no one bears the burden of another. When it comes to Islam and salvation and najat, you don't bear the burden of your child when the child is mature. That child is no longer a child. And he or she is responsible for their own salvation. At the age of 15 or 18, at the very least. And we should behave that way as parents. And don them with their responsibilities. Supervise them by all means. Take care of them financially by all means. But at least give them the ability to grow. Where they're no longer in the incubator. They're no longer in the greenhouse. Ismail Islam was barely nine years old according to some, twelve years old according to others, when he appreciated that he was responsible for his actions. He reached the age of Sa'i, where he could fend for himself. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed Ibrahim to go through the motions of sacrificing his son. He allowed him to use his knife and try and cut the throat of Ismail. When that wasn't working, he put him on his face and he tried to cut him from the neck. And that didn't work. But Allah made him go through the motion of sacrifice. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spared Ismail. Sent down a ram from Jannah. And it is in commemoration of Ibrahim al-Islam, Ismail al-Islam's sacrifice that we celebrate Eid al-Adha. Eid al-Adha. So we must appreciate that there is sa'i for the world and there's sa'i to please Allah. In these two stories you have both. In the beginning of the story, Hajar is making sa'i effort for the world to preserve and save her child. This is a motherly act. 
Ibrahim is doing something else. He's making sa'i to please Allah with the ultimate sacrifice. So you see how Allah chooses the family of Ibrahim. At the first, in the beginning of the story, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants the mother to save and do everything to save the child. And at the end of the story, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants Ibrahim to do everything to kill the child. You see the two. So Hajar wants to protect the child and Ibrahim wants to do what? He wants to kill the child. This is the hikmah of Sa'i. This is the family of Ibrahim. So when you say durood, kama sallayt ala Ibrahim, wa ala ala Ibrahim, this is what is mentioned, this is what is referenced. That they had this unique ability to sacrifice for Allah, either in the form of trying to preserve the human race, or in the form of sacrificing everything for Allah, even if it meant sacrificing children. Their own children. Now that didn't happen as a fadl of Allah. So that other people, other Muslims like the Ummah of Muhammad would be able to go through the same motions and receive the reward of sacrifice. This Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's fadl on this Ummah, that He has allowed this Ummah to copy and mimic and follow the model, the pattern, the uswa of Ibrahim and his family and that's why we are here to offer Salat al-Eid on Eid al-Adha so that we can do and think about what it is they did. This requires some effort on our part. We've heard the story and Sa'i is good, wonderful, mashallah. What is our Sa'ida? How do we go about Sa'i in our lives? It's the same thing. We start with the protection of our children and our family, like Hajar's effort to protect and safeguard her family. And we do everything to serve Allah. As Ibrahim did everything to serve Allah. In between the two is human civilization. In between the two is our lifestyle. In between the two is the Islamic code. This is how we live. The first and foremost, we must appreciate effort. We must inculcate within our children sa'i and effort so that they work. They work for a living. They don't rely on others. They're not a burden on others. They're not even a burden on you. At 18, you should be charging your children rent if they stay in your house. And I'm not saying this as a pun. I'm saying this to teach them responsibility that they're responsible. Whether you charge them $5 or $50, I don't care. But they should be made to feel responsible. I'm not talking about the girls, I'm not talking about the daughters. The daughters we protect. But the sons, definitely. Unless you teach them responsibility, fiscal responsibility, moral responsibility, spiritual responsibility, you will not have a civilization. It only comes on the back of Sai. 
effort that is sincere and pure, then at the same time, on this, we see the need to sacrifice for Allah. We sacrifice for our children and for our families. Now Ibrahim is saying we must sacrifice for Allah, which requires much more effort, much more dedication, much more sincerity, and much more conviction in Iman and Islam, following the Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad in our lifestyle. It begins there. It doesn't end there. It begins there. We make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us from his fadl on this Mubarak day. In these three Mubarak days, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shower us with his fadl. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all our sins. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us and preserve us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us safe in this country. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep all Muslims safe wherever they are in the world. Ameen. Ya Rabbil Alameen.